everybody. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Home Class Movie Chat. We are your hosts, Movie Fanatics Cat And Paul. And we just love talking about all things movies. We really do. It's, it's one of the best parts about doing this podcast is that we just get a chance to not only hang out with you guys and you know, tell tell you all about the movies that we watch, but just hang out with each other mm-hmm. and you know, watch our favorite movies and just talk about just everything. And I think that's why we've made this format the way that we have. That we have we're not going through scene by scene, which is like, and this happened and that happened. I know there there is, you know, a lot of people that do enjoy those sort of podcasts, and I understand that. And I actually and we we used to do that, but I think it got to the point where it's just it was exhausting to, mm-hmm. talking about it bit by bit. Whereas our format now, if anyone is is you know interested about the format that we're doing from now on, it's basically us being in a car, driving back from the cinema, talking about what we liked about the movie. Because that's the best part of going to the movies with somebody is ripping it apart on the way home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's dissecting it, it's taking it a bit apart, bit at a time, and saying, "Oh, oh my god, I love this part," or "Oh, that was yeah. stupid." Well, what do you think about her doing this? Oh, I don't know about it, but what did you think of this setting? Oh my god, I love that part. And it's just a little bit so whenever you talk to someone about a movie, you don't sit there and go, So in this scene that was coming up, I saw that there was this... people don't do that. They just talk about an overview of the movie. And that's what we're doing from now yeah. on. Is this our little overview of a movie that we saw? And we saw one of our favorite movies. Now, this oh, movie I was... love this movie so much. This movie was released on September the 26th, 2003. It runs for 113 minutes. Its budget was $18 million on a box office of $58.9 million. It stars a wonderful actress by the name of Diane Lane. What movie Love are we her. talking about? We are talking about Under the Tuscan Sun. I love this movie so much. I want to read the book. You start a marriage with champagne. You should finish it that way too. To freedom. Okay. Open. Attend a tour to romantic Tuscany. I am not ready to meet anyone. Oh, you won't. It's a gay tour of romantic Tuscany. Oh. You are gay and away. It's a nice little villa. Are you going to buy it? When my life is going that'd be a terrible idea terrible idea don't you just love this stop the bus i'd like to make an offer on the house this is what i can pay minus the work on the place and a rental car to drive off a cliff when this all turns out to have been a terrible mistake you've not even seen the house i i can't go back i have bought a house in a foreign country there's a little fixing up to do. I never realized you were so handy. I'm in Italy. I can hire the muscular descendants of Roman gods. Can you star 69 Italy? I have inherited one grape and assorted tenants. <laughs> I bought a house for a life I don't even have. Why did you do it then? Because I'm sick of being afraid all the time. You think maybe... Um... I'm just trying to pull you up. Pull me up? Pick me up. Pick me up. I knew it! I knew it! Woo! This fall... I see you have survived the storm. But the washing machine is dead. You're probably one of those crazy American women like Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Life offers us a thousand chances. All we have to do is take one. Unthinkably good things can happen. Even late in the game. It's such a surprise. Under the Tuscan sun. There's hot water in the toilet bowl. This is really bad, isn't it? Well, it's not good. Unless you want to give your butt a facial. So there's a good chance to say that we love this movie. I don't think there is a possibility that we're going to sit here and say there wasn't a part of this movie that we didn't like. No. I really, and I and I think that the even the the um, critical responses through this was really quite good. The review aggregate uh, Rotten Tomato reported a 62% of critics gave the film a positive rating based on 155 reviews, which is really awesome. So it holds a 6.2 out of 10 on the scale. Um, 
And they also said that on, on the Metacritic, the film the film actually holds a 52 out of 100 rating based on 34 reviews. And the, those reviews were mixed or average favorable reviews. So really, it's 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 done its job as far as being a very positive movie. And even Diane Lane received a very favorable, favorable review um, from critics, which is really good because I don't know about you, but there are a lot of critics that I read and they go, oh, well, I like this movie, but this person just looked like she was off with the pixies or didn't commit to it or you didn't see. I mean, we saw, you know, a, a little while ago, we saw the movie um, uh, The Money Pit. Yeah. And you see Tom Hanks and Shelley Long play off against each other and they really work. It's 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 believable. Yeah. You know, Diane Lane, when she is in Tuscany, when you see her looking at things that you're watching through her eyes, you believe what she's seeing, mm. you know, yeah. especially when she goes into the, into the Cortana markets and she's wandering around and she looks at um, this. Catherine. Well, yeah. And she looks at Catherine. She is like spellbound with Catherine. It's one of those, it's not a creepy, oh my God. It's a, oh my God, look at this lady. She is. Yeah. This, this, she, she was sitting there um, rubbing a duckling on her face and just yeah. the absolute joy of the moment. And nobody was paying attention to her. She was just in her moment. Catherine is the kind of woman that at the end of her life, when she gets up to the pearly gates and they say, what did you think of life? She would be like, oh, my God, I got everything and more. That out was of so much I, fun. Can I go back and do it again? Yeah, I lived life. I mean, at one stage, Catherine decides that she's going to get into a fountain and just walk around the fountain and dance almost in the fountain. She doesn't care. I mean, the, the entire town is watching her do this, and she is just in... She's just taking it all in. She is living life. She's a kind of person that does smell what the universe has to offer. And she yeah. takes it all in. And Diane Lane, I, you know, I've always loved Diane Lane. Um, but her portrayal um as Francis is just really, it's it's really, yeah. really awesome. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna start off with the zero to five movie reels, because I know we do it at the end, but I'm gonna do it at the beginning of this movie. So out of zero to five movie reels. Zero being, how do I get the last 113 minutes of my life back? To five, it was a perfect movie and I'd watch it all over again. What would you give it? Five. Yep, me too. Five out of five. If I came into a room and you were watching it and you're like, oh, I'd be like, what did you watch? Under the Tuscan Sun. Oh, I'd love to watch that. I'll watch it again. I would do yeah. that in a heartbeat. Yep, me too. It is that it is that good. And I think that a lot of the a lot of the about this movie is that the character, it's very character driven. Everybody, yeah. you enjoy every character. Well, and and you can relate to everybody. There's you no can. one. That, I mean, okay, Catherine is probably the most flamboyant out there of the characters. Yeah. But we all know somebody who's somewhat like that. I mean, at one stage, Catherine does happen to attack, not attack, but verbally go you know, at Francis. And it, it's not a verbal attack, like get the hell out of my house, whatever. It's like she comes in because Catherine's having a, you know, a photo her shoot. portrait painted. Her portrait painted. And, you know, Francis walks in. And she's like, you're sad. Again. Again. And she's like, I just walked in here. And she goes, yeah, well, just leave and go and work on your house. And she's like, well, I'm going. It's like, yeah. but it wasn't an attack on Francis. It was that Francis was still trying to find her happy. And the reason that we find that, that Francis ends up in Cortana is because she went through a rather Terrible. nasty divorce. Yeah. Um, and she goes to a, I guess it's like a, a rental accommodation apartment block yeah. where, you know, she is, she's got a couple of friends by the name of um, Patty and the other lady. I can't remember her name offhand, oh. but they're a gay couple. And yeah. Um, it's it's one year because she because Francis gets divorced from her husband. She goes to this rental property where we find out that it's basically Grace. They, Grace, okay, yeah, and played rental, by Kate Walsh, who was amazing in in Grey's Anatomy and the Private Practice, and and Sandra Oh, who played Patty. Both yeah. of them were doctors in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, very very good. Another actors. amazing show. Very good actors. Yeah. Um, and the the rental property is what Patty and Grace really consider to be the losers club. And it really is. It's one of those. It's, it's, it's furnished short-term apartments where yeah. people who are basically getting divorced crash while they're getting back on their feet. Yeah. But and when she hears the guy say, we have people, some people who stay for, for years, years. 
Now, what had actually happened before that is that it's a year after. Was it a year? Must have been. Must be. And it wasn't. No, it wasn't a year. It was a little bit after she got divorced. That that Patty and Grace take her out for like a celebration. Well, no, it's as when her divorce came final. They it's take her final. out, saying marriages start with cake, so it should end with cake too. Yeah. So she's having cake, and we find, and of course, they've got the champagne. And of course, this is where um, Francis Diane Lane's character says to Patty, "Oh, you're not drinking." <laughs> You're not drinking. And we find out that it's the, time's the charm. Yeah. We find out that Grace and um Patty have been trying to have a baby. And we find out that Patty is actually pregnant now. And yes. we also find out that they, both Patty and Grace, were going to be taking a romantic 10-day trip to romantic but Tuscany. Grace doesn't want Patty to fly in her first trimester, so they yeah. upgraded the ticket yeah. for um diane lang's character yeah and i love it and i love it how the fact that francis goes yeah the last thing i want is a romantic tour of tuscany you know i'm just getting over my divorce and i love it how petty goes well, yeah well there's nobody that's going to be hitting on you because well, how do i know that well because it's a gay, it's a gay tour, tour. romantic tuscany <laughs> <laughs> and i love the name of the tour the doer's name is called gay and away yeah and I really love that. And and the only reason that Frances decides that she will go on this trip is because she's sitting in this, this dingy little apartment and there's a guy who happens to be on the wall opposite her and he is continuously crying because his, his divorce has been going on for so, so three long. Years. Three years. And as the landlord instructed to Frances when, he first, when she first moved in, if the crying just gets a bit, a bit too much, just knock on the wall and, and say, stop. stop it, and he'll stop it. So at one stage, Francis is sitting there. Francis is a writer, and she's trying to do some work. And you just hear in this continuous sobbing on the other side of the wall. And so she hits the wall, and, he, and she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Sorry." And she goes, "It's okay." And he goes, "Do you want to come over?" And she goes, "No, maybe later." And then you just and see then Fran she realizes what she said. And she's like, "Oh him. my god, Patty, when do I leave?" <laughs> so but we yeah. before we move on from there. Yeah, I I thought it was rather interesting that the guy that you hear crying through the wall. Yeah is actually actor Matthew Labortio, Labiorto, who yeah. was best known as Al, as uh, Laura Ingalls' br little brother, adopted brother in Little House on the Prairie. Oh, my God. Even though you don't see him. You never see they, him. That could have been anybody. They could have yeah. just hired a cameraman just yeah. to do it. But no, it was Matthew Labiorto. Oh my um, god! Who, yeah, from Little House on the Prairie, and I and it was like the main thing that he did. He did a few other things. He didn't actually do a whole lot, but I always loved him in Little House. The crying on the other side of the wall—that's yeah. that is yep. really interesting. Yep. I, <laughs> I like that. So we do find out that she now goes on to the Gay and Away tour, and. Even the, the the tour operator is like, you know, okay, so we just want to make sure that everyone's aware that, you know. Because everybody's uh, met Frances. She's and straight. And her friend Patty <laughs> told us that she needs our support because she just survived a terrible divorce. And she is straight, so you can't hit on her. Yep, but, so you know. Frances is straight. She just came through this <laughs> divorce, and she really needs our support. And the whole bus just basically starts cheering her and stuff. Except that when, she's, when he says, oh, Frances is straight, you hear in the back, oh. <laughs> So there is someone oh, that was, that. yeah, there's someone that actually had their eye on Francis, and then you hear, oh, so it's like, okay. But it's mostly couples anyway. It is, it's couples, and that's what Penny, Penny and Grace said. It's 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 couples, so you're not going to be hit on. So yeah. that's that's fine. But one thing we we find is we go into Cortana and we go into the uh, the piazza, and it's like it's market day in the piazza, yeah. and she's wandering around. She sees Catherine. But of course, she loses Catherine in the crowd. And as as Francis walks around the corner and walks up to where it's sort of like it overlooks the piazza, there's this young guy sitting there, and he's got a, a stack of um, postcards. postcards, and he's trying to write it to his mother. And he says, "Well, how would you describe this? Like, like how, how do you, do you describe even begin this? to describe this?" And she's like, "Well, I." And she said, "Well, I'm a writer. I could actually write it for you." And he he's goes, like, well, "Are you, are any, you any good?" good? And she's like, "Well, I used to used be." To be. <laughs> so she writes this absolutely beautiful thing about it's market day in the piazza and everyone's bustling around you've got a feeling that the italians know more about life than we do and i eat a fresh grape from the from the market market and and, and the sweetness bursts the warm sweetness bursts open in my mouth and it even tastes or smells purple and it even even tastes purple i thought it was i think it even tastes purple and um she goes i oh, but I'd, lo I'd love to stay here forever but the bills um say that i've got ding, to get dang, going dong. ding dang dong and she gives the the card back to him 
And he reads it and he goes, Sit. my mother wouldn't actually believe that I actually wrote that. Ding, ding, dong goes the bell here. And it even tastes purple. Get, here, take the yeah. card. Now, I, He's I, a I, dick. I, I thought it was kind of hilarious that did you realize that every time we see the nuns, they're eating. <laughs> The like nuns they're, have, they're a... walking through the marketplace having ice cream. They're having lunch with Catherine. Every time you see them, the nuns are eating. <laughs> There's these four nuns, everybody, that, that treks through the movie. And, yeah, it is true. Every time you see them, they're either eating or drinking. But, you know, they're nuns. They they hold very high esteem in Italy. So, you know, they, they, they are invited everywhere. It's like the priests. The priests are invited everywhere. So... A free a free meal, hey, why not? Because we all know that they don't carry cash on them. So, yep. hey, someone's going to invite them somewhere. So, I really love that 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 fact. Um, so we do see that Catherine is wandering around the piazza, and she comes across a real estate agent board, and we see that she stumbles on no, this. Francis is yeah, Francis. So that's what I'm saying. I think just no, like Catherine. Catherine. Sorry, Francis is and is, and yeah. So she she's just wandering around and she gets bumped and she happens to turn around and she sees the real estate agent. You know how they always have those pictures mm, yeah, on the board and, and like the cards of what's for sale. Yeah, and she happens to be looking at the card for for this place called Bramasole. Yeah. And she's trying to pronounce it. And Catherine comes up behind her. She's like, Brahma Sole. Brahma meaning to yen for and Sole for son. Are you thinking of buying it? And she's like, no, I'm just a tourist. It's a nice little villa. um, Rather run down, but redeemable. Are you thinking of buying it? And she's like, no, I'm just a tourist here for the day. And, you know, who wouldn't love to buy a villa in Tuscany? Tuscany, yeah. No, that would be a terrible idea. And and Catherine looks at her and she's terrible ideas. Don't you just love those? <laughs> Which harkens back to the opening of the film when she's at the book launch of one of her students yeah. who said who she she said that who said that she said to him, bad ideas, because all I had was pages and pages of bad ideas. And she says, bad ideas are like playground scapegoats given enough care and love they can turn into wonderful things well here's to bad ideas yeah so it comes back at her and then this comes back and she's like well maybe this is a uh, and she's like oh okay could be a sign and then as they're on the bus heading out of town they run into a traffic jam which is a a herd of sheep on the road (laughs) yeah and she happens to look to the right hand side of her and the wall it reads Bramasole, which is the picture actually, that she it is saw picture. that little etching, yeah, carved into there. And is it Bramasole? And and so she tells them to let her off. Yeah, and she gets off the bus and she goes into Bramasole, and she goes into the actual house. And she, it's, it's. She, I don't know whether she thought it was an open house or that it was abandoned or whatever. I don't know about that part of the movie. Yeah, I don't know, but something called her. Yeah. To it. But she goes in and we find out that the house is actually for sale and it's sort of like it's not an open house, but the real estate agent is there showing another couple through. Yeah. We happen to be a German couple. And well, I like it how Francis says, oh, is the house for sale? And he goes, yes, the house is for sale, but it's being bought right now. So yeah. But what's interesting is that German couple, which tries to buy Paramasole, mm-hmm. when the main character appears on the, when Francis shows up, has been edited into a French couple in the German dubbing of the movie. Oh really? Yep. So they're not actually German. Not in not in Germany, they're not. Oh really? Oh okay. Oh. Um, I wonder if they kept the fascisti line. I don't know. Yeah, that was. I don't know that they could have. But um, we also see that there's a lady by the name of the the Cortessa or the Countessa Cortessa, um, and she's the owner of the property. And so we've got you know this couple coming through, and they say we like it very much. We're going to buy it now. And the real estate agent is like, oh, that's wonderful. But the Cortessa has got this the Contessa is like, like, oh, no, no, no. We asked too little. The, yeah. It's 20, 20 million lira more. More expensive. And they're like, wow, in the last five minutes it went up. And she's and he, he said, yes, we uh, the Cortessa feels that she's actually asked too little. And the, and then, the, the German woman looks at. Um, no, because no, oh, no, he's like, are you bidding against us? Yeah, because she's because as Francis says, well, how much is the price? And she goes, are you bidding against us? Yeah. And he goes, oh, that's okay. We we accept the new offer. And then the, the Cortessa goes, no, no, Contessa. no. Contessa. The Contessa. And, and now it's more money. Now it's twice as much. The yeah, price twice is not as doubled. Much. And he's like, in the last 10 seconds. And she's like, he's like, yes. <laughs> and the woman looks at Francis and she's like, you greedy Americans, you just think you are so entitled. Yeah. And Francis is like, oh, a lot of us feel really bad about that. <laughs> 
But we do find out that the reason that the, the Cortessa... Contessa. Contessa is trying to get more money, and she's not really trying to get more money, is the fact that she wants a sign. A sign that the house will accept the new the, owner. That someone will care for the place because it's been in her family for generations. Yeah. And it's and as the real estate agent says, you know, you got to understand from her point of view, it's been in her family for generations. It's very hard for her to sell this. So, so she, she wants really to know to... it's going to be cared for correctly. Yeah. Now, when when Francis had walked in, there was a couple of pigeons that had flown in with her and were flying around the ceiling of the of the uh, of the of the house. But as the she, well, as Francis sits down, she's like, "This is how much I got for my house in dollars. This is how much I could afford to pay, plus all the work on the place, the men, the buckets, the hammers, and a rental car to drive off a cliff when this is all shown to be a very bad idea." <laughs> and, and he's then, like, and "We the haven't seen the place like, no, yet. No." Yeah. But I like it how he how he goes, you know, Senor, uh, Senor, whatever it is. Martini. You know, Martini says, you know, I you love Senor Martini. Yeah, you haven't even seen the place yet. And she says, well, I can't go back to that life. I, yeah. I, I just can't do it. I can't go it. back to, to San Francisco. And we find out that, no, she can't buy the place because, Un once senior. again, and, she just needs a like, sign. I need a, and, and Francis is like, yeah, I believe in signs too. And she gets up to walk away and the pigeons fly around and poop on her head. And that's when the when the the contessa the contessa stands there. She says, "Grazie, grazie it's a sign. grazie, San, Santo Francesco." So it's a sign. Like, yeah. Oh my god, she, I've I've got the sign I needed. I, yeah, it's I'm actually considered good luck when pigeons poop on you. Apparently, because even because even Signor Martini says, "What happened to you?" Is a very good sign. And <laughs> but did you realize that she's thanking Saint Francis, which is the patron saint of animals, for the sign? Oh no, I didn't know that yeah, one. Because she calls out, "Grazie, Santo Francesco." Oh, so that's the patient. Which is Saint, Fra Saint Francis, yeah. Oh, okay. So we see that she rings she rings Patty and she says that um the fact that she's now bought a villa. Well, you know, she actually gets she actually gets the villa. Yeah, they give her the and, and, and give her the I keys before the, the money the real estate office. When she gives her the keys, she's like, "What do you? You know, it's not like what, what, you, you can't take it away. What do you, it's not like it's a Vespa. Yeah, you can't steal it. <laughs> and she's like, "But before the money's being transferred, she goes, ah, oh, no matter." So it's like oh, no, no matter. It's all good. You can take the take the house. So we find out that that uh, Francis has has bought a, a house in Tuscany. That Who wouldn't? Is, and that place is gorgeous. It is. She's inherited ten thousand wine bottles. Mm -hmm. She's also got one grape. She's also got every issue of the, the uh, Nationale, which is a newspaper for the last four years in a row. And assorted but, other inhabitants. Which is a, um, it was a scorpion. scorpion that was crawling up the walls. I um, love that scene where she smashes it with a boot and then it falls down her shirt. So she runs out onto the balcony and she's stripping <laughs> off and there's a family of, with two small children. Walking and the little pathway. girl starts to cry and she's like, ah! and runs back <laughs> in the house. But we do find out that she rings Patty to say that you know, this whole thing is is was her idea. To, and she's like, well, I didn't tell you to buy a house in Tuscany. And she's like, yeah, but you told me that it was at the crossroads. You thing get, you're and... the one who gave me the, the the empty person at the crossroads speech. Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> but we also see that there's a very, very big electrical storm that happens that night and absolutely freaks the hell out of anybody that would be there. Yeah. And I um, love how she's standing at the going to close the window and she sees the lightning strike the washing machine and it bounces <laughs> across the yard and over the, the embankment. <laughs> yeah. So that night. And and, uh, and, and the, the definition of the land is that it would take two walks in two days to yeah. plow it. That's a big chunk of land. And I like it how she goes, seeing the fact that I don't have any oxen, I'll get a take their word for it. But that's still a that's huge a very big, chunk of land. That is a very big chunk of land. Yeah. Very, very big. Yeah. My father had a, um, hobby, a, farm. a, a hobby farm that actually would take two days on an electric mower, riding mower, to cut the grass so i can yeah. imagine how big this place is going to be with just an oxen yep um but we find out that today's the day where she's going to meet some uh the following morning senior martini comes in to see if she she survived the storm and to and interpret for her with the, the when new, to interview the contractors yeah to help start fixing and we go through a couple of guys until we get to the the guys that we, yeah the really that. egotistical guy the boom 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 guy <laughs> i love the old guy with with the really thick glasses that still runs into a wall and still runs into the wall <laughs> and then we got another guy that comes in he goes okay yes yes <laughs> Well, and Nino uh, was the one who actually had fixed the stove before. And, and the wiring. And, so he, he knows yeah. the wiring and everything. He knows the house. Yeah. And he and he did the, the 
the uh, the stone work out the front. So he knows the the house. So this is really yeah. lovely. And 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 Francis is like to Senior Martini. She's like, well, what do you think? And he's like, well, I know his mother. If he does a bad job, it's <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's got a couple of other work. He's got actually three other three. workmen. Uh, they're they're Polish immigrants that they're going to be there to basically work on the house. Yeah. Um, and and over time, you know, and I think it's it's really interesting, you know, when she does happen to speak to um, speak to Catherine about, you know, you're looking sad again. Just go and work on your house. So she goes back to obviously work on the house, and we see that she's when she's pulling vines. There's a rather large snake that goes into the house, and she's that would freaking have out. Me out. She manages to call Senor Martini to come and try and help her to find where the snake is, but we never find, find the it. snake. But I really like the. It would be she... months before I could sleep properly, yeah. thinking that thing's still somewhere in the house. Uh huh. But what I really love about this scene when she speaks to Senor Martini is that she says, "You know, I've be I've bought a house in a foreign country." What about what about if there's no family here to enjoy? What about if I've got nobody to cook for? What about I've bought a house for a life I don't have? And it's really telling because as we're seeing this whole thing go along, that she starts to become really prolific as far as cooking. You know, she starts cooking for the workmen, and the workmen aren't just workmen; they actually start to become really good friends because yeah. they are there every day trying to rebuild the house for her. Um, and trying to fix it up. And it is an absolutely gorgeous property. I mean, it is just amazing. It's one of those properties where, you know, you wish to yourself that you could actually afford to buy. And looking at the property, how big this this place is, it would be in the millions to buy this place. It's it's yeah, really it beautiful. Um, but we we do see that that, you know, she is starting to to um, you know, get to that point where she's the workmen are becoming friends. She's she's getting her friendships uh, established in the in the area, and at one stage she's trying to uh, she's got to go into town to get some replacements for a chandelier, and she happens to run into and she I didn't even know Rome. this. She went to, she goes into Rome, but she's trying to find this antique store, and of course we've got Venteria, and we've got some three Italian guys that are hitting on her, but not hitting on her following her through the streets yeah they're really creepy they are the creepiest rapists i've ever seen in my life yeah i have heard unfortunately that 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 can happen in italy oh they are really and she runs into this guy and says oh sweetheart. yeah he's just walking out of like a restaurant it's like he was having lunch with a friend yeah saying goodbye to him she grabs him by the arm kisses him on the cheek she's like where have you been i've been looking for you for 20 minutes it's basically to try and get the three guys that are stalking poor old francis away from her so yeah she and then when safe. they leave she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah and then walks off and, and he we find... stands there kind of whistling to himself She lo- and she looks back around and comes back over to him and he's like, I'm sorry, you're too late. I've met somebody else. <laughs> and we find out this guy's name is Marcello. I really Marcello. nice guy. Yeah. Um, and he and she says, well, I need to find a part for a chandelier. Do you know where this place is? And he goes, no. And she gives him the, the paper and he goes, oh, well, I know where that place is. But there's another place that my cousin owns. It's yeah. three hours away. It's in where is it that, that he lives? It's, it's Positano. Positano. That's right. Yeah. And so they, she gets into a car to drive off to Positano. And we find out that he actually runs um, a restaurant on the beach, which is his family owns. Yeah. Which is absolutely gorgeous. Really is wonderful. Yeah. And we find out that, of course, Francis, it comes to the point where Francis and him decide to sleep together. Yep. Because as she said, it's been the longest time. And, and well, could, ever there, since her divorce, there has been no one else. Yeah. And could you, I'd like you to maybe change that for me. So they, they do. And even Marcello says, are you asking me to sleep with you? And she goes, yes. And he goes, okay, I will do that. For no, you. he says, you honor me. With you honor request. me. But you know, it's the same old thing. Like, yep, yep I'll do it. No yeah. worries. A woman is throwing herself at me. No problems. And, and I have I, to say, if you're going to go there, this is a gorgeous man to do it with. Yeah. Not that I'm not I'm not that I'm into that thing, but I no, like it how. But, but he's my type, tall, dark, and accent. <laughs> but I like it how at one stage they're kissing very, very passionately, and he looks at her and he goes, "Francis, I'm going to make love all over you." And he, she goes, "Okay, uh-huh. okay." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, so, and while they're on the beach before all of this, they find the cutest little kitten. Yeah, but the transition, the the CGI from them kissing on the the. The, the beach too is his really bad CGI. Yeah, but you know it like, is terrible. Cares? But it, it's a beautiful transition, so it doesn't matter. It you can yeah. sit there and go, it's a bad CGI, but it transitions to the bedroom where they're about to make yeah. love. Um, 
So she ends up going back to Bromosore. He's a Pazatono, a Pazatone, whatever it is. Pazatano. Pazatano, that's right. Um, And they do make arrangements to see each other the following weekend. But in the meantime, when they get a chance to meet the following weekend. Well, she's on her way. She's on the way to go. When her friend Patty Patty comes. Yeah. A very pregnant Patty. Yes. And, and she's like, I would have called you, but you would have talk, tried to talk me out of flying. Yeah. And she needed to come and see her bestie. And she really does. And, you know, it's like Francis is is saying, you know, I'm sorry. I, you know, she rings Marcello and says, I'm sorry, I can't be there. And when Patty is laying on the bed, this is this is a heartbreaking scene. It really yeah. is. So she's laying on the bed. She's got her pillows there. And she's looking at at, um, at Francis. And she says, um, she Grace left me. Left me. She decided she didn't want to be a mother. Yeah. I, I How that, can I ever breathe again? And yeah. Francis pauses for a moment, looks at her and starts going. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you know, you, you are going to give birth, you know. Well, is- no, she says, how, how is it giving, giving birth here? And she says, oh, the town midwife is really good. She puts a knife under the bed to cut yeah. the pain. And she's and like, Patty's like, what? <laughs> And she goes, you know, uh, was it Florence is an hour She's away? Like, Florence is an hour away. You're going to give birth to a baby that is swaddled in Armani. Yeah. Oh, in a gown designed by Armani. Yeah. And it really is beautiful because this scene, which I absolutely love, and it it's still every time I see this scene, it does give me that small bit of I'm about to break down into tears. Yeah. Um, the Patty gives birth and asks what her what her name is. I think was what was her name? Uh, Alexandra. Yeah, she named the baby Alexander. Yeah, She's gorgeous. And I love this scene, and I can even feel the chills starting. So Francis picks up the baby, walks over to the window, and opens the shutters and says, "Welcome to the light." And that is well, absolutely... that that's apparently what it means in Italian when you say to give birth. It means to give to the light. Yeah, and so she welcomes Alexandra into the light by opening up the the shutters to see the the whole of Florence in in front of the city of Florence in front of them with the with the sunshine and it is absolutely beautiful it yeah, really that's a is. beautiful scene and and it's and to give birth in Italian is dare alla luce yeah absolutely give beautiful. to the light yeah um <laughs> but before she actually gives birth I like it how when when uh, and I think this is one of the best scenes is that when Francis uh, rings up Marcello and says okay I'm sorry I'll I'll try not next weekend, the weekend after. Patty's sitting there and she's like looking at the tree and she goes, the trees are weird, creepy Italian trees. And she goes, you know, and it doesn't really matter because my child's going to be saying the old ciao mama. Mama, and then, I'm doing that weird backward hand wave thing because it's going to be a weird Italian baby. <laughs> and then she says, well, where were you going when I arrived? She's like, nowhere important. Nowhere important. Is it was yeah. important for me to spend time with my creepy American friend. Yeah. Well, okay, so the whole before she gives birth, we, we totally skipped over yeah. um, when, that Marcello had stopped by on his way through and she was out digging for truffles or something. No, she was actually out, out doing um, the olives, the, the well, olive trees. No, when she saw Marcello. Oh, that's right, Marcello, that's right. When, they were out digging for truffles or truffles, something yeah. up in the hills and the guy's yeah. like, hey, I can see Bramasole from here. And she went to look through the binoculars and saw Marcello and then realized he was leaving, tried to catch up with him, ends up sliding down hills, getting absolutely filthy with a snail in her ear. Yeah. And says to Patty, you know, you're a tough dyke. You could have tied him to a chair. You could have done this. You could have faked giving, going into labor. And then she's, she's like, like oh, I wouldn't have had to fake it. And then the next scene we have the baby. Yeah. But into cut with all this is we find out that um, the Polish immigrants, one of the young guys, Pavel, um, he's actually taken very, very, um, he's taken to a young girl in the neighbor's daughter, Chiara, yeah, who Chiara. is lovely. Yeah. And they are trying to figure out a way to be together. But of course, Kiara's father doesn't agree with her marrying a man that's not Black Italian. Chino. So it's, it's Francis really has to inter, intercene between you know, these two kids trying to make sure that there's a good chance that they could actually be together. And yeah. I like it in one of the scenes where, you know, she goes into the house and Pavel goes in to ask for her hand in marriage to the father. And the father's like, no, he's a Polish immigrant. He's got nothing to offer her. And he's like, I've got everything to offer her. And there's nothing. He has no family. Yeah. And Francis goes, well, that's not true. I'm his family, you know, but I love it. where well, Because you love what? 
I like it where she's where he's he says she says, well, hang on a minute. She says to the father, What about if this is true love? What about if this is the real it thing? It doesn't exist, it's the thing of fairy tales. Yeah. And how do you know from personal experience? And I like it how she goes, No, I looked for true love. It didn't happen for me. And I like it how she says, What about you two? You've been married for so long. And the wife goes, Yeah, but I hate him most of the times anyway. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> What do you mean, us? I hate him. But, but the one but thing is mother. awesome is the grand yeah, the grandmother is yes. sitting there. And the she's grandmother, says, and she's like, I had a great and they're thinking that this was her email lover who turned out to be in his twenties. Yeah. And broke her heart when he found out how old she was. Yeah. But she's like, No, your father. It was yeah. a great love. I had a great love. It yeah. is true. It is it yeah. is possible it to have happen. this true love. Yeah. So this is where it, it really shows you that the the generations sometimes the older generations need to listen to the older, older generations, older generations. because mm-hmm. it's only after grandma says that i had a true love and that francis is pavel's family that they agree to allow the, the kids to marry each other yeah and even at one stage pavel says well i'm going to throw the flag to prove to the father that i'm worthy to be with with your daughter yeah, this is before that but... yeah and throwing the flag is a very very um prestigious thing it's a very high honor honor in, in cortana there's a, 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 a fair in, or a carnival in multipociano yeah Festival. And and it's and it's it's choreographed, and you need to be able to throw it the throw these flags and move the flags in such a way. It's it's absolutely beautiful to watch, and it's it's like a it's like a rhythmic dance with fl- with flags with the big, big yeah. It's flags. really amazing. And Pavel really he he's he stresses you know, he stresses himself out that he's not going to be able to do it, but he does it beautifully until unfortunately he throws the flag into the air, and this is where his girlfriend. Uh, suddenly goes, Pavel, I love you. And he, he doesn't he doesn't catch the flag until it hits him square in the head and knocks him out. Yeah. So I was like, oh, for God's sake, you gotta you gotta not said I love you until he caught the flag there. Yeah. Um, yep, but yeah, yep. it you know, it's so yeah. even at one stage when um when Patty doesn't get a chance to hold Marcello at the house, she says to Francis, Well, he left you a note. And the note was that he had a dream that that Francis was in a white dress. Yeah. And of course, I think Patty goes, holy shit, that's a wedding dress. No, it's not a wedding no, dress. It's no. just a linen dress, right. a yeah. white linen dress. Yeah. And so Francis decides that she's going to go to um, uh, Positano. Positano to actually be with, with So she Marcello. goes to Catherine and says, "I who is having lunch with the nuns, <laughs> eating again. But We're I love how she's there. dressed so sedately. She almost passes for an acolyte. She really does, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. She re- she dresses down to be a really appropriate with the yes, nuns. Yes, very much. And she's so. like, I have to go and buy a dress, and she's like, Oh, and yeah, nods very like, oh, knowingly. Yeah. Now, during all of this, Zeus had been staying with her, studying the Tuscan light. That's right. Yes, he's yeah, a, he's, he's not artist. bad, not very good either. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a story that she was that that um that uh, Catherine was talking about the fact that she woke up one day. And she was covered with ladybugs. Yes. And it was just the great. That when she looked for them, she couldn't find them. But when she laid down and went to sleep in the field, she woke up covered in them. Yeah. So at one stage, Francis comes back from having a big. Well, this is when she first met uh, the first time to Rome and came back after going to um, Positano with Marcello and comes back with her hair all done. And she'd obviously been chopping. And she walks up to Catherine. Catherine, Who's having lunch with the nuns. Yeah. Who's having lunch now and lunch with the nuns and says, um and she's ladybugs. like do i look sad to you <laughs> no ladybugs catherine lots and lots of ladybugs <laughs> <laughs> and she's like oh when are you seeing him again she goes next week yeah but yeah. so we and find out france is off and i love it but we do find out that there's the the meeting between uh, Marcello and Francis has been hindered between Paddy being there, the renovations of the house, things just haven't Him been able to line up. Business. Yeah. He was going away for two weeks up in, up in the, in the North. So there was no way for them to actually connect with each other at this stage yeah. until she goes to Prositano to actually meet up with him. Cause she's like, well, you know, you wanted me to come here. We've had, we've had no success here. So I, I made am, it happen without telling you. And then unfortunately from where he's staying, on a balcony, you see this young girl come out going, Marcello, we're going to be late. And he goes, oh, I'll be there in a moment, darling. And we realize now that unfortunately that he's, moved on. he's moved on. And as he does say, which is very mature, we had a lovely affair 
but things just couldn't. You know, I want, if you thought I wanted more of you, absolutely, but it just wasn't able to happen again. Yeah. And she's like, I I couldn't be there. I had my, my friend that came to stay and he's like, it's not that. It's not that. It's it's just everything. It just just, wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Just life just didn't work out the way that we needed it to happen. Yeah. So Francis returns back to Bromasore and she is just completely devastated about the the fact that she couldn't be with Marcello. And even Marcello says very, very, um, very maturely, he says to her, there is somebody for you. She says, you're a wonderful woman. Yeah, there is somebody there for you, um, Francis. So when she gets back, we find out that this is the scene that I was talking about, about the fact that um, Pavel is not being allowed to to marry the the young girl because the father doesn't agree. So there he's not Italian and he has no family. He's a poor laborer. Yeah. And so they're like consoling each other in Francis's garden. Of course, Francis just absolutely breaks down about her dramas with, with Marcello. And this is where they go to speak to the father. The father then agrees after listening to his mother say, I had a great love. Yeah, it is possible. So we do see that they get married. Okay, so hold on before we get into the whole wedding, because that's the wrap up of the film. Yep. Um, There's a couple of things that I wanted to point out. Oh, okay, good. Okay, so the first one is we talked about uh, Catherine being in the fountain. Yes, we did. Yeah. And what had happened, it was Zeus left. Yes, he did. And she had a breakdown much like Francis's, but hers was a bit more public where she went in the, where she was one of um, Federico Fellini's actresses yeah, yeah and playing one of his characters in the fountain and uh francis gets senior martini to go in and get her out yeah which is really and, nice of martini and, and she tucks her up in bed and she's like well where's zeus and she's like went back to mount olympus yeah and i just wanted to tell you because when we first meet zeus was when he was po- painting the portrait and you just see the back of him you don't see his yeah, face you never see his face or anything you just see him his from butt. the shoulders down from the back <laughs> but did you know no, did you know mr probably not that zeus the art the art it says zeus the art model in the trivia but it's actually zeus the artist yeah was fully nude during filming so digital underwear was added in post-production to avoid an r rating oh really yep <laughs> So I heard, so Catherine tapping his butt, she was actually tapping a, a naked butt. A naked butt, yep. But you see his underwear, is like this leopard, the leopard print underwear. Zebra. Uh, zebra. Skin, yeah, zebra pattern underwear. No, was, that no, was, was digitally done. Oh, my God. You wouldn't have thought. I would not yeah, have. I know. That is a trivia fact I love. Yeah, I love that I one. I would not now, have thought that. Her first Christmas in Cortana. Yeah. Um, she runs into Senor Martini and his family. Yep. And they wish 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 each, wish each other Buon Natale, which is Merry Christmas in Italian. Yep. And he's like, I th- I was hoping I'd run into you, so I have a small gift for you. And it was Saint Lorenzo, who was is the patron saint of cooks. And apparently, he was martyred on a grill where he said, "Turn me over, I'm done on this side." <laughs> Now, after investigating that saint, his name is actually Saint San, S-A-N, Lorenzo. Well, it's San is Saint. Oh, well, because when you look it up for him, it's just under San Lorenzo. Yeah, that's Saint Lorenzo. Oh, okay, San cool. Is, okay. San is Saint in... Um, oh, okay, so I, I just did Saint, Saint Lorenzo. Please. Yeah, exactly. Um, and because he had... When when she had that breakdown where the, you know where they were looking for the snake, that's actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie where she's in her bedroom with Senor Martini and he has put um, a, an afghan around her shoulders and he's building up a fire and he says to her, you, you, you need to not be so sad all the time, otherwise I'll be forced to make love to you and I've never been unfaithful to my wife. Yeah. But he's a really great guy as he as he as he says to her, because she says, and this is one of my favorite lines of the whole film, that you would think that getting divorced and having someone that you pledged your forever to say that they never loved you would kill you like a bullet to the heart. But it yeah. doesn't. No, it doesn't. And he, t- and he talks about how they have the, the phrase love is blind, which every culture does. And he talks about how they built the train over the Alps between Vienna and Venice before there was a train that could ever make the trip because they had yeah. faith that someday there would be a t- the technology to be able to make that trip. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I'm, I must I'm, I must be insane. I built a life 
a house. I bought a house for a life I don't even have. And she was saying how she wanted to have their a wedding in the house and a family in the house and to have people to cook for. Yeah. And the cooking dream came about rather quickly because she realized that she could cook for the guys that she had working for her and Placido and his family. And she was learning to cook from grandma and, and all this stuff. And then at the and and he says, you know, and he gives her the statue at Christmas of St. Lorenzo saying, you know, hopefully if you maybe if you play, pray to St. Lorenzo, he'll help you find someone to cook for. Mm. And then that happened. And then at the end, when they're hosting, when she's hosting the reception for Powell and Chiara, she sees Senor Martini standing there looking very smug. And she's like, well, what are you smiling about? And he's he's like, remember that day where the snake found its way into your house? And she's like, yeah. And he said, you said that you wanted there to be a wedding in this house. And the camera cuts to Powell and Chiara, mm -hmm. where he's getting the garter from her. And he <laughs> says, and you wanted there to be a family in this house. And it Obviously, cuts Patty to with the baby. Patty with the baby. With the nuns coming over, looking oh, it's a baby. Yeah, and 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 then yeah, yeah the nuns being cute eating again. <laughs> yep, they were eating again. And <laughs> love the nuns. And he and she and he and she's like, yeah, I my you know everything. I have everything I ever asked for. It just shows that it often happens in ways that you wouldn't necessarily expect. So it's it really comes back to the is if you ever study like the laws of manifestation, mm. ask for what you want, but let go of the outcome. Yeah. Because if you try to control how and what, you never get it. But if you just say, this is what I want, and then let go and let the universe take care of it, it'll often appear in a way that you weren't expecting, but is everything you want and more. Yeah, you send it out to the universe. Yeah, exactly. And then she goes to find a couple of minutes of peace because it is exhausting hosting something like that. And she sits down, she's just kind of you know, whatever. And this guy comes over in obviously American in very bad Italian <laughs> yeah. asking about the American writer who that lives, lives in this area. Yeah. And she's like, well, you found her. And he's like, well, you reviewed one of my books. And she's like, did I like it? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, God, not again. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how she found out her husband was cheating on her. Yeah, she says in bad luck with reviewing people's uh, yeah. novels. And he's like, but it's by far the best bad review I ever got. And it actually got me on to my next book. Mm. And and then and then it's Christmas again. And it shows her hosting dinner for Placido and his family and what and all Pablo of these and other Chiara, people. And we've got Catherine there. We've also got Senior Martini and his family. Yep. And then Ed, this guy that American came up. Guy. Is, is obviously her new beau Boy. and puts his arms around her and kisses her on the, the side of the head and everything. But I, I got to say, the actor that plays Ed is David Sutcliffe. Mm -hmm. And I honestly cannot look at this guy without seeing Christopher Hayden from Gilmore Girls, Rory Gilmore's dad. <laughs> that was the first role uh, I yeah, ever I'd saw him in, and I just one, can't so. get past seeing him as Christopher. <laughs> and so after that, the movie goes black and then the credits come up and that is the end of Under the Tuscan Sun. And as I said... Kat and I both love this movie, um, and I would recommend it in a heartbeat yeah. for anybody that wants to sit and really enjoy a movie and get immersed in the characters. There's not a moment that you're going to sit there and go, wow, this is boring or this is not no. going anywhere. Every moment of this movie, it just it's it's almost like a present within a present within a present. Yeah. Every time that you open up a, another bit of paper, there's another wonderful thing beneath it. And to get to the, the crescendo of the movie, is absolutely wonderful and i think that the and one of the one of the things we didn't touch on and i wanted to briefly touch on it is that when she first walks into the house there's a a a a, a faucet that's actually against the wall that she knocks oh, yeah. into and as she gets more involved in the house gets more interested in being in the house the thing when she turned on the tap it wasn't working and nothing worked then at one stage we start to see it starts to drip by the time that we get to the end of the movie, it is gushing, gushing. water out. So it's almost like the house has now fully accepted her as its new and owner. It and it reflects her level is, with her life. Yeah, the life is, she's got her life back. Yeah. And it is absolutely beautiful. I mean, there are some glaring issues, like how do you buy a house in a foreign land without being a uh, a person that legal lives there? Resident. you got to get really Well, no, you can buy houses like in other countries. Oh, yeah, but... But to actually live there and make her life there, she'd have to have citizenship. Yeah. 
But outside of that, that is the smallest little bit that I'd say there was something wrong with that. Actually, the one thing that drives me nuts is the fact that every time she opens a gate or a door, she never closes it behind her. (laughs) That drives me nuts. Yeah, Kat doesn't like that. I understand that. That, I mean, she did it with the gate coming into the property. She did it with the the door coming into the house, and she did it at Catherine's house. Yeah, I know. But yeah, so as far as I'm concerned... Five out of five. Perfect movie. It's currently streaming. Did, I, did we say on Disney Disney Plus. Disney Plus? So if you want to go and watch it on Disney Plus, but you can get it anywhere that you get a movie. And I swear to God, it is a wonderful, wonderful movie. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. And it is one of those movies where I could finish watching it and start it all over again. And I wouldn't have a moment's hesitation because it is that enjoyable. And I really, yeah, it is just one of the, as I said, gorgeous. the heartbreaking part of the movie is the fact that Patty you know, is with her girlfriend of many years trying to get pregnant. And then finally Grace says, yeah, by the way, I'm not ready to be a mother. So I'm leaving you. That's, that's heartbreaking yeah. because of all the things you're going through. You're not only losing your partner, but you're being left by yourself to raise a child. Yeah. But just- when you look at where Patty is going to be raising the child with all the love and the people around her, she's not going to be wanting for anything. Yeah, that child won't want for anything. No. She'll have a really beautiful family. She'll have an amazing aunt, which is obviously Frances, but she'll have so many people around her to look after her. So yeah. it's, it's going to be a beautiful experience I for, love for Patty. So, much. so, yeah, so we thoroughly recommend Under the Tuscan Sun. So please do yourself a favor if you get a chance to. Please go and watch. Under if the you haven't, if you haven't seen it, and you go to watch it for the first time, know that we're very jealous that you get to experience this for the first time. Yeah, because when I saw this for the first time, I was absolutely mesmerized about it, yeah. and I think that the the scenery where you see the sunflowers oh. or the the red flowers in the field, even when you see an a shot from above where the church is, where Pavel and what's her nuts? Yara. Kiara is being married and you see it's the just town. It's so beautiful. I mean, I've seen, I've said to, to Kat, you know, cause Kat wants to go and do, um, make art in Tuscany. Make art in Tuscany. I just want to sit in a piazza with a coffee and just sit and just breathe and watch everything. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to sit because it is so mesmerizing to do that. Hey, and there's a jazz festival in Tuscany. There we go. I will be happy to go see that too. But yeah, I just, it is an amazing movie. So yes, we will be very, very jealous of you guys getting a chance to see that firsthand for the very first time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for joining us. How can they reach us if they'd like to? Hello at homeclassmoviechat.com. You can send us a message there. We will read out your messages and we will definitely respond 100%. Absolutely. And if you haven't already, please leave us a like and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as we're getting this thing started again, if you know anybody who loves movies, we would really love it and appreciate you so much if you shared our podcast with other people. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your popcorn and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.